anybody can achieve anything that they want. If they really have a desire to move in a direction, it can be accomplished. And, and I'm a perfect example. Like, Welcome to the Winners Find A Way Show. I am your host, Trent Clark. This is episode 13, Health, Happiness, and Cannabis with my good friend and entrepreneur organization member, Mark Worcester. He's the former CEO of a $20 million health services brand, a native of Boston, and has been challenged in both business and in his mental health. He has a master's degree, two of them in nursing, and then in medical cannabis science and therapeutics from the University of Maryland Pharmacy. He's the author of the book, Absolutely Effing Amazing. He's a coach, a podcaster, and the CEO of KetaMD. You will not want to miss Mark and I discuss the human condition, how perspective changes his way of thinking, how does having the right group of peers influence his life and what foundational lessons he has learned along his journey? Join us for what will be amazing. I'm excited to be with my man, my man, Mark Worcester. Mark. Yes, sir. How you doing? Buddy? I'm doing great, Trent. How the heck are you, man? Good to see no, you, by so the way. Good. It's, it's a, yeah, thank you. It's, it's wonderful to see you as well. Always a pleasure. And I hit that on my fun story Friday today on our link about how great uh, our encounter was just a little bit before COVID. Like weeks about, before you know, COVID. We go to a 1,500 they, person conference, hugging, kissing, yeah. saying hi to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore, right? Oh. That, might, that might have been our last oh. 1,500 person conference. It, it maybe we'll coming see. back. Yeah, it's coming Feeling back. good. It's coming back. Yes. So, Welcome to the Winners Find a Way show. I'm excited to have Mark along. Mark is an absolute world beater and a fellow entrepreneur organization member, yeah. which I'm excited about. I'll tell you about the show. If you're a first time listener, if you've ever faced stiff adversity, felt like losses are mounting and you need to find a better way, you came to the right place. We talk to the one percenters, whether you're an athlete, an entrepreneur, an executive, a leader, leading an organization, just looking to start becoming the elite person and on that journey today and you're ready to begin, I think you're in the perfect place. We're going to get great insight with Mark. Yes. At the end, we will have some time for Q&A. If you have some questions, you can put them in the chat. Mark, before I introduce you, tell them about where people can find you. Well, I can be found on all of the major social media channels. So Nurse Mark on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram. I mean, I'm out there, but you can, you can find me at thegreennurse.com. And, uh, you know, my email address is mark at thegreennurse.com. Yeah. And uh, tell me about your, um, you have a great little morning uh, little yeah, so we yeah, do, I love we your do, morning. We do a daily yeah. dose. We do daily a daily dose. dose. My, par my yeah, partner, my the green nurse and I, we yeah. do uh, five days a week, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do a half hour, roughly half hour uh, show that includes a lot around your endocannabinoid system. You know, this, this amazing system that nobody knows about. And so we talk about cannabis. We talk about exercise. We talk about other modalities. It's a half an hour. It's great. And we start off with a, with a little bit of uh, what we call the daily love. And that's some inspirational readings and personal experience shares around you know, what it means to be in that 1%, like what it means to really have a life that you absolutely love. Yes. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to that too. All right. So let me introduce Mark a little bit in context. You're hearing him talk about some great things. Mark is the Boston native, you know, 
He's yeah, a Pats I mean, fan, and we don't hold that against right. him. And you're still you're still Red riding Sox, him without Brady, Patriots. right? There's yeah. no better place to be if you're a sports fan. There's no yes. better town to be from yeah. than Boston. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, your Bruins didn't look bad last night. So you ran a twenty million dollar health services brand for years. You've been an EO member for quite some time. You went back after that experience. You went back and did nursing, yeah, and then became one of the of less than 150 people in the U.S. with a master's in medical cannabis science and therapeutics from the University of Maryland Pharmacy. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Oh, yeah. So then you've had Nurse Mark. You started the Green Nurse recently. Uh, you're also currently the COO of Keta, Keta MD. Keta MD, brand new, brand spanking new startup. We're excited. We're in the uh, in the mental health space. It's an amazing place to be uh, with the with a particular, you know, just groundbreaking treatment. Yes. Okay. Cool. And then you're the author of absolutely effing amazing. There it is. Yes, sir. Living, Living a, a life, life you love. That's it. Living yeah. a life. You're a coach. You're a speaker. You're a podcaster. I like mm-hmm. this. I like this quote. When you think of Mark, you're going to think about health, happiness, and cannabis. That's right. That's yes. it. That's it. That's the tagline. <laughs> well, hello, Mark. I'm excited that you're here. You know, I'm excited to be here, Trent. You know, it's always a pleasure to be with you. And I, you know, we always have some some amazing conversations, and this is just a continuation yeah. of, of our relationship. Let's let's talk about that. Why? You know, yeah. Trent Clark, I asked you to come on my show. Winners find a way. Tell your why you come out and do this and talk about your life, your challenges, your successes, mm-hmm. the ups and downs. Talk, talk, tell the folks at home, you know, why, why do you do it? Why do you come out? Winners Find A Way show is brought to you by data-driven operations powered by Journeys. Journeys is a software solution that helps you create a winning formula for your organization. DD Ops powered by Journey helps you act as one, see as one, work as one, play as one, win as one. Are you looking for visibility, coachability, and productivity amongst your team? DD Ops is your software. Click on the link in the show notes to learn more. You know, I really I felt called to share my experiences to show people that really anybody can achieve anything that they want if they if they really have a desire to move in a direction it can be accomplished. And and I'm a perfect example. Like I've struggled with a lot of issues and a lot of things that, you know, if I didn't talk about them, you'd never, ever know. So I came and it's in the book and why I do what I do so that people understand, man, you are absolutely amazing exactly as you are. And, you know, if you come from that, <laughs> anything's possible. Yeah. I love that. You know, I, I do a lot of, I do a fair amount of speaking to teenagers, young mm-hmm. adults, mostly young athletes coming up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so much chirping about, uh, you know, you're this and you're that. And, and, there's, and there's that insecurity that we all have, right? Everybody. It's not just limited Everybody. to 15 and 16-year-old kids. It turns out 51-year-olds <laughs> have it too. Right? And, Everybody. It's the yeah, human condition. It is the human condition. One of the things yeah. I love to tell kids is like, hey, listen, you're perfect. Like God didn't make a mistake on this. Right. Like you were just as the way you're supposed to be. And there's reasons for all of it. Right. Yes. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about the most impactful pivot point for you Mm -hmm. that you had a kid as a kid when you knew, hey, this is, I'm going to do some great things. I'm going to set myself on a different path. 
Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to go a direction. And was mm-hmm. there a moment for you as a kid that's kind of set that off? Yeah, I'll tell you, it was when I was 17 years old and I stepped off a bus and stepped into some yellow footprints in Paris Island, South Carolina. Mm. So that was the pivot point in my life in uh, joining the Marine Corps and going through boot camp. You know, I had to have my parents sign the paperwork because I was 17, age 17 years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. I had my 18th birthday when I was uh, when I was in uh, had just recently graduated and I was at school. That was the pivot point, man, because that was the first time in my life that I actually realized that that I could achieve things like, you know, I didn't have you probably had a, a lot of sports experience when you were yes. in high school and junior high. Right. That was your pathway. Yeah, sure. I had none of that. I had no guidance. You know, my dad worked a lot and, and you know, wasn't really uh, uh, guiding me in what I should do and how to achieve things. Sure. So I didn't have that school sports experience. I really wasn't good at sports. When I entered that Marine Corps boot camp and I went through that experience, that changed everything. Everything came into focus. You know, suddenly I had, you know, I had athletic prowess. I could do things athletically. I started to play sports at that age. And, you know, and just that the mentality that was instilled in me was you can win. You can win. Yeah. Love that. I love yeah. that. So let's talk a little bit. I love the McChesney and, and Covey book, The Four Disciplines of Execution. It's a nice mm. book, recommend it. But I love a quote that came from that. Winners, when shown data that they are losing, find a way to win. So let's talk a bit about your background that kind of vaulted you in to overcome, become one of those one percenters, mm. you know, in, in, in the elite community. And, you know, as an EO member, you're in the top 3%. Yeah. Very few companies can achieve that kind of revenue result, right? right? So right. talk to me about an experience when, when you had that, when you were up against it, losing, oh. you know, down, but not out. Yeah. What, tell me a little bit about it, like what you did change things set us up with the circumstance this the circumstances this i have such a great example trent and you know what seemed like at the time a horrible horrible event really turned out to be one of the best lessons that i could have been given it's not something that could be taught in school it was a hard life lesson so i i was running my uh tech company at the time and, uh, you know, we're doing probably four, close to five million in revenue a year. And we had 40 employees and, and it was we had three partners and we had just uh, had a breakup of the partnership. So one of the partners left. Right. And it was not a good exit. And there was a lot of acrimony and we were really, you know, hard up against yeah. it. Right. Stress. But, yeah. Stress. A lot of stress. So we had a line of credit with the Bank of America and. You know, it was probably out 300K. And, you know, I had that line probably three years and they never asked me to provide financials in that three-year period. You know, it was was kind of a boom time and banks were lending money like crazy. Yeah. And so they came in in 1998. This is 1998. They came in out of the blue and said, show us the financials. We showed them the financials and they immediately said, we want our $300,000 back. And, and I had no way they had gave me 30 days. They said 30, 30 days, 300,000. So they put me into this lovely uh, area called forbearance. And that is when they milk you for every penny that they can get. And they assign somebody to your account where they'll come in and just 
beat you over the head. Yes. So they take all your money. So you can't really use any money to generate new revenue, right? Your capital's all dried up. Um, it's really a difficult place to be. Yes. And um, so I was super stressed. I was super stressed. But let me tell you what I learned from this. I learned to have financial discipline. I learned to read a P&L and a balance sheet down to the line item. Like I learned how corporate finance works. Prior to that, I was just generating revenue and throwing money at stuff. Like I wasn't yeah. really operating as a as a real, what I would consider a real entrepreneur, right? So that was the lesson I learned is how to be fiscally responsible. We paid that money off in a year and they went away. And Wow, nice. Yeah. Uh, right. So we got that, out. Of there's the very few stories that end like that, right? Yeah. Like right? When you talk about the workout stuff, <laughs> it's like, oh, the workout usually ends badly, right? Badly, badly, right? No, it, yeah. it, it happened. It worked out really well. The timing was great because, you know, Y2K was a huge revenue boon in the tech industry because yes. everybody was worried that, you know, planes would fall from the air because the computers would yes. not work. So, right. It was a good timing. But that was that really, really taught me a lesson in in how to operate a business, you know, by looking at the numbers, by, you know, really understanding where your revenue and expenses lie. Uh, and, you know, I, I really I it was better than any college course that I ever could have been a part of. For sure. That's yeah. awesome. Now, yeah. no. So what I hear is that you dove in. With with the with the forbearance workout person, mm-hmm. right? Who was coming mm-hmm. in? You dove in with them, came yeah. alongside, and said, "Show me the numbers. Show me what you need. Teach me." Instead of what I think most people would like to do, which is like, "Ah, well, we don't talk to them because yeah. they're the enemy. They're not on our team." All like, those things. It could have been adversarial, but that wouldn't have accomplished anything because they had the leverage, right? Yeah, they had the, they had the agreements. They could shut us down if they wanted to. So the best thing that we could have done is do that. But I will say it wasn't just me alone, Trent. I had a great team of people who were working for me at the time. And they just, they believed in the organization. They knew what was going on. You know, they could have jumped ship, but they stayed. And and really it was, it was the team that made that happen, right? It wasn't just me. I mean, I was lucky enough to kind of understand how to, how to get people motivated and moving in that direction. I guess that's one of my skill sets. You know, I was able to do it at that point, but the team members were the ones who really, you know, executed on this for sure. Nice. Yeah. Let's talk about what do you think the superpower is that kind of separates you Mm -hmm. from others that kind of catapults you to that 1%, gives you that ability, why they want to make you the COO, why they want to put you in that position. It's, I really think it's my it's my positive energy. Like that is that is something that I bring to every single endeavor that I jump into, any volunteer work, anything at all. I bring this this huge positive energy uh, into the room and I infuse everybody around me with it. I mean, you know, you have the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we get together, it's like everybody around us is glowing because we're giving it off, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk a little bit about it. Would if you knowing what you do now? I mean, man, you're talking. This is over 20 years ago. This is almost 25 yeah. years ago. 
yeah. you know, knowing what you know now, would you would you have done anything different? Like, would you think you could have been out in front of it? Like, you're certainly doing things now differently with Nurse Mark, with the Green Nurse, with Ken oh, MD. Yeah. You're doing yeah. things differently now. What would you recommend folks that are sitting in that hot seat and facing adversity? I would say that just understand that it's a just a minute in time. Like, it's just a moment in you know, no matter what the outcome of that is, you're going to be fine. Like you're going to mm-hmm. move into a new space. It'll be, it'll be, you'll be where you're supposed to be That's at the so end of good. the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause I went through the workout thing, right? Like uh, oh, yeah. I was the Oh nine, you know, actually we were Oh eight. We were early. Like we were right after the big, you know, financial group that fell. Right. And yeah. we thought like, we felt like we were on an Island. We must be the only, you know, two that messed it up. And then of course, you know, everything fell off the table and everyone joined in. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <in>. But man, <laughs> you know, I can really identify that with, with cause when I was living through it, um, I, I remember I had to leave the office one day when the stress level got so bad. Yeah. Um, like I, I couldn't see straight. No. I'm like, Physically, am I, am I having just, a stroke? Like, totally. like what's, what's wrong yeah. with me? Like this, I'm a healthy guy. I work out four or five days a week. Like I'm yep. like, this is just not a chance. And I'm like thinking something's really wrong. I, I literally could not see mm-hmm. straight. I had to have one of my, you know, team members on my executive team drive me home. And I was Bro, like, that's the, that's the level of stress that I was, you know yeah. what? And if, when I was going through that bank thing, that's when I found yoga because I had somebody tell me, Hey dude, you're going to, you are going to stroke out. Yeah. You got to go try this retreat place that I went to a couple months ago. And I found yoga, dude. Of course, you know, I came back and, and immediately enrolled in yoga instructor school and passed and was a certified <laughs> yoga teacher. Because you're all in. Because you're all in, Because yeah, yeah. I'm all in, baby. Yeah. I'm all in. That's awesome. That is, that's so good. Let's talk about a little bit of when things get hard on the mm. journey. I mean, some mm. of the advices that you've had along the path, that's a good one, right? Like, yeah. hey, your piece. And I love that someone would notice that. Like, yeah. hey, these levels are, are are really, they got grips on you. You've got to mm-hmm. get it back of, of self-control, self-health, you know, mm-hmm. and get back to self-care. And yeah. it's not going so great because, you know, it's, 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 it's fabulous when someone you respect and know can mm-hmm. say, Hey, I know what this looks like two years down the, lo- the road and, and you don't want to go there. Yeah. Well, think about it. Here's a good example. Look at somebody who's becomes president of the United States. Look at them on day one and then look at them at the last day. <sighs> it was like every, right? every one of them ages 10 years in a four year yeah. span of time. Yeah. That's stress, baby. And they yeah. all do, right? And maybe, they all maybe, do. Yeah, they all do. It's uh, yeah. and it's tough. And unfortunately, we have the video to show that, right? Like that's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, here's my photos from you know '84, and here you are in '88. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. what the hell happened? You wow. Know? Yeah. yeah. Talk about a beatdown. Mm. That's good. So yeah. let's talk about some of the values you're practicing now. You've developed. I mean, you've made so many pivots and developed some along the way. Yeah. Um, both both personally and professionally. Let's True. talk a little bit about some of the values that maybe helped you see things differently and, mm-hmm. and gave you a little bit better perspective. Yeah, man. You know, I think that really what's what's helped me the most is just understanding that we're all in this thing together. Everybody is subject to that human condition that we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. and that, you know, people 
are just sometimes the way they are. And, you know, I, I don't need to take that personally. That used to be a thing that I used to do a lot. I take it personal, right? Yeah. Not anymore. That's something that I let go of. So I just operate in the world, understanding that everybody's doing the best that they can do with what they have at the moment. And that Mm. I can just come from this place of compassion and love for people. Right. That's it. If I come from that, that, you know, and it, it may sound, it may sound strange on a, a, you know, we're talking about business primarily. Right. But, you know, I come from a place of love when I'm operating in the world. And I see that in, you know, I see that especially prevalent now in, in EO and entrepreneurs organization, you know, people are coming around to this, to this way of operating in the world, successful, whatever, from a place of love, like, what can I give back to the world? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm successful. How can I spread that to everybody else? That's what I'm seeing now. And I'm, I love it. I really do. I mean, I just such an amazing way to live. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits that you get from fellow, you know, people that are in your Mm -hmm. position in your, uh, have the same stress as you do are living through that. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, right. They say, Hey, it's lonely at the top. Right. Well, like if you spend some time in a forum with some other people that are going through conditions, like you're going through, there's so much value. I do. I talk about that all the time at the green nurse. We have a, a mentorship program where we meet every two weeks with a small group of nurses primarily who want to be in the cannabis coaching space who want to understand more about that. So I talk about this all the time, man, like, you know, what you do, what I do, we just, we're, we're providing the opportunity to have that small mentorship space, you know, that small space of being with peers. It's, it's magical. I mean, I, you know what I, I cite the example of, you know, First time I was exposed to it was in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yes. You know, I mean, almost every entrepreneur has read that at some point, right? Yes. Published in like 1933. But <laughs> yeah, it's one of the gems right? in there, one of the gems in there is find yourself a mastermind group. Like be part of this yeah. group and and it will ag- absolutely transform the way that you operate in business or in life. I found that to be true. I mean, in all facets, mm-hmm. I would be a personal proponent of that, right? That that yeah. has changed things for me and given me different outlook. It's probably, I think one of the best things is probably, you know, talking about that human condition, right? Mm-hmm. One of the best things is like, Trent's lens isn't always clear and it's not always <laughs> right. You know, and I hear these, wow, these people I respect come at yeah. very different lenses. And I'm like, wow, you know, Mark, yeah. I, I want to see it from your lens because where I'm sitting, I, I don't have that vantage. So explain to me how you see that. And and so it's like, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, wow, okay. I, I can, I can identify yeah, with that now. And I don't think otherwise I would have ever, ever saw it. No, no. I mean, it, I, I tell people all the time, my, my experience in EO, you know, transformed everything, my personal life and my professional life mm. because of that, that you just mentioned this is, this getting getting a perspective from someone else, a peer that you know knows what you know what you're going through experientially. So yeah. you, you know, of course, you value their opinion, their perspective. They give it to you. They see things that we don't see when we have this set of glasses on. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about that's good. Let's let's talk about you've had a lot of success. Yeah, you've also had a lot of challenge. In fairness, Oof. right? So a lot God of success. Almighty. Let's talk about the best battle yeah. 
you've conquered in your lifetime. Yeah. The best battle that that would be the battle against me. So, you know, I am my own worst enemy and I had to work through, you know, I cover it in the book. You know, I've had lifelong depression, mood disorder. I don't know what it's like not to have that. And, you know, I, I struggled with it. It's not treatable with any medications. I've tried, I tried everyone over the course of 25 years, you know, and yes. that's why I wrote the book because I think people need to hear that. They think many people are out there thinking I'm, you know, shit, I'm the only one who's suffering with this. Right. Yes. I, would, I can't talk about it with anybody else. You wouldn't say that in the normal entrepreneurial space. Um, but I think that it's hugely important. So that's what I had to deal with. I had to overcome myself like all of those things, you know, and what, what it came down to really Trent was self-love. Like I did not love myself. And that was the root of all of the issues that I had in relationships with everybody else and my business relationships, because I was always looking to the other person to confirm that I was not valuable. And I would always mm. find evidence somewhere, somehow that that was the case. Once that was gone, once I worked through that and I used some specific tools, once I was able to get beyond that and really, truly, I love myself. I really am absolutely amazing. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. You I know, know I'm absolutely amazing. And I, and I know you're absolutely amazing, right? Once I got to that point to where I could own that, everything shifted. Everything oh. shifted. Yeah. Now, are you covering that in the current book, this book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Love it. That's, that's fabulous. I tell you, you know, I just had this conversation yesterday uh, with uh, Dr. Carlos down in uh, Tampa. Mm -hmm. He's building some great clinics, doing some great things down there. And we were just talking about like, man, I think there's so much need for mental health um, that that isn't always diagnosed as, Hey, I I've got a condition. I've got a right. diagnosable. I need a pill. You know, I just, I just like to deal with some of the anxiety I get over this. I like to deal with the space. stress. Yeah. I get yeah. the stress over this because it affects me. Those I, those I'm around, those who Everybody. love me, you know, all these things, there's downstroke to all that all when, when my yep. mental health is a little off. Right. Right. And, and I think it's really, what we've really found is it's not, it doesn't take much to, to knock our mental health off. Right. Like, you know, I mean, what's going on up here is it's it's complex, man. man. Like these circuits get wired and these little synapses and the chemicals and the electrical signals. I mean, it we really don't know much about it. And no, we've been it, studying it for a long time. A long so we time. really don't know much, but here's the thing. Everybody's suffering from the human condition. We keep going back to this. We all have to deal with this. And so, especially after we've gone through this traumatic pandemic that we've been through, right? That shifted a lot for everybody. Yeah. You know, the World Health Organization predicts that by 2030, depression is going to be the major global health burden, the largest. So, yeah, mental health is that's, is huge. It all starts not, up here. Not, that's not great health. It's not really what I want to hear, right? Well, hey, um, well, that's why I'm yeah. that's why I'm working with CatMD and the green yeah. nurse. Like I moved into this space. That's what that's what happened. I moved from from my last tech company, dude. I could I sold at the end of 2017. I could have operated that, you know, and gone out with a great lifestyle company, made plenty of money, didn't have to work hard because I knew the business inside out. 
you know, so why would I get out of that, move into healthcare and get a nursing degree and get that master's degree in cannabis? Because I got to a point where I realized I wanted to help millions of people live a life that they love. And, Mm. And part of that is sharing my story in the mental health space. Part of it is being involved in two companies that are going to do just that, help millions of people overcome mental health issues. Awesome. Let's kind of stay with this because when you look in the mirror, you've, you've, you've probably adapted that. Like um, my guess is before you did the work on Mark, mm-hmm. right. And when you mm-hmm. went through this process, yeah. you, you look in the mirror and you see like what most of us see all the flaws. Oh, look at my hairline. I look saw, my, I saw like, a at- fat kid. Like a fat kid, you know, I couldn't buy a date when I was 13, 14 <laughs> years old, dude. Uh, you could have given me all the money in the world and I would not have been able to buy a date because I was a chubby kid. I was, you know, I was just, that's what I would see in the mirror. Like when I would look in the mirror for, you know, working through all this stuff, I would see that fat kid. I mean, even after you, you know, went through the training, you're, you're a yeah. Marine, you're in shape. Still. Did you still identify that? Yeah. So still. When- when you yeah. see, okay, so let's talk about for for those people mm-hmm. that are struggling with this today. What should they be looking for in the mirror? What what are they missing? That like, man, I am perfect. Like I was made yeah. just this way for a reason, and there's you, purpose behind exactly. That. That's that's it. That's it in a nutshell. You are exactly perfect as you are. We compare ourselves to everybody else. Everybody like shit. I wish that I was as handsome as Trent Clark. I mean, you know, I wish that I had the baseball. <laughs> nobody nobody wants that. Money. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I wish that I had these. So, you know, we compare ourselves to other people. We got to understand is that other people are doing the same damn yes. thing. Like they're saying, yeah. you know, if only, if only mm-hmm. when you can get rid of the, if onlys, if you can look in the mirror and say, this is me. Yeah. Like, this is me. You know, I have times now where I say, oh, shit, look at the bags under my eyes, the wrinkles. Oh, what the hell am I going to do? Well, then I think of my my many friends. I've been blessed to have a lot of friends, Trent. You know, I've been really, really blessed with that. So when you have a lot of friends, you have a lot of friends that die. I have, yeah. I have friends. My best friend from childhood passed away of cancer almost 20 years ago now mm. um, and left behind three kids. When I look at my face and I say, oh, you're getting wrinkles, you're getting old, and you start to feel like, oh, fuck, I'm yeah. getting old. What can I do about it? I remember that, God damn it, he would love to have another day yeah. to see his three kids, to be a part of their lives, to yeah. be here hanging out with me and having fun. Like, that's the reality. Damn it, I'm yeah. blessed to have another day. Yeah. So, you know, it's again, it's those, it's those goggles, right? It's those glasses. It's, it's and that then we have it in everything. We have yeah. it in everything. We have it in, uh, you know, the the women have it. Like, uh, hey, she's a better mother than I. Am. Oh my like, god! Oh, the women, oh, she's, women she's have probably... all sorts of expectations around how you need to look. I mean, damn, oh. that's it's so hard. We set so that hard, up, right? And not the necessary. whole condition sets that up like it's yeah. crazy. And and I'm seeing it, you know, in in the church too, where you know, it's, yep. hey. I've, uh, you know, I'm a little bit more righteous than you, Mark. You know, like, <laughs> what? Like, hold I was, on. I, like, listen, you know. I, at one point, you know, I've done, a, I've done a lot of different things. At one point, I was a Eucharistic minister in a church. So I was in robes and, you know, and it was a high church. So there was a lot of circumstance and a lot of pomp. And yeah, and, uh, and yeah I was a junior warden. So I get it. I was in that circle. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a it's so it goes across everything, and it's not like yeah. it's not happening with the kids. They're getting it uh, 
hey, someone's someone's this good at math and someone's good at this. Oh. But, you know, we all admire people. And I don't think there's a problem with adm- admiration. I like it. Not that at all. I admire being like I admire. And I talked about this this morning. I admire the way you're present with mm-hmm. people, Mark. Like that's something that's very valuable to me. Like you're present your presence is the present, right? Like and it's awesome. And so I, I took that from our meeting last year in Orlando. I'm like, you know, that's not a chance encounter. I don't think chance mm-hmm. encounters happen. I needed that mm-hmm. in my life. I needed Mark. He gave me a little encouragement. I really needed when I'm getting hit a little bit, I was a yeah. little bit down. Right. And, and I'm thinking like, man, what, you know, I've got those opportunities too. Am I, am I missing them? Because they're in front of me all the time. And I'm like, well, yeah. you know, I could have gone and helped them, but I'm worried about my wrinkles and I'm worried about my, you know, <laughs> like, like, what am I thinking? Right. Like, what, what am I focused yes. on? Like, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. And I think I know. that's so good. That's so good. So let's talk quickly about the next thing. Let's talk a little bit about quick question I had was, I mean, like, you talked a little bit about the Marine Corps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but who else developed you along the way? I mean, your family was close. I mean, you yeah. guys had you guys had property together. T- tell me a little yeah. bit about you know what were some of those development like? You know, including family and other people around you. Yeah, you know, it was. Yeah, there was a lot of influences. I again, I've been really really lucky. You know, my mom was a huge influence in my life. You know, she. Uh, she sacrificed everything for her kids. That was her thing. And, you know, she told me one time, she said, you know, I knew when I was a very young girl that, that my role, my purpose in life was to have children and to make sure that they were happy. And I, you know, I, I respect the hell out of that. You know, she, she did exactly that. And she did that for, uh, for me and my three siblings and my, her parents were, you know, I don't think my grandfather made more than $80 a week in his whole entire life. He was an auto mechanic. He'd get up every morning in a small town south of Boston. He'd drive into the city through the traffic, do his job at the mechanic shop and drive back home. I don't even think I ever saw them take a vacation where they went anywhere, right? Their vacation was stay at home and work yeah. on the house and the garden. But what I learned from them was just enjoying the ride. They just did the same things. They were like solid, sturdy, always there kind of people. And I, and I learned a lot mm-hmm. from that, but there have been so many mentors along the way. I mean, it just, I, I have been incredibly blessed. Some amazing business mentors and, and life mentors. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about, let me pivot to the authority, right? Yeah. I, I think that uh, this is one of those itty words, right? Of, of mm-hmm. leadership we talk about authority yeah. is, it's a challenge. And sometimes I also like authoritative is a negative connotation, but being yeah. a, a person in authority seems to be a little bit less attractive position today, given all the cameras, the media spin, the this yeah. and that, like every decision is, is published. Every mm-hmm. decision is up for debate on social media, right? Yeah. <laughs> like anything. Um, Everything. So tell me about the current challenges. I mean, you've been in this position of authority for a lot of years. Yeah. Do you, have yeah. you seen it changed? And tell me about some of the current challenges you're facing it. You know, I think that I think you hit the nail on the head just being in the spotlight all the time and open for conversation and everything makes it makes it much more challenging to be in sort of an authority position. 
you know, I think it's important. I think it's important to be in the authority position. I think that it's something that if you if you're in a particular space and you choose to be in that, you should always go to be the authority, right? That's why that's why I entered the cannabis space. Um, I was cannabis agnostic, by the way. I, I didn't use cannabis for 35, 40 years, a very long time. I didn't care mm-hmm. if you did, but I didn't. But once I started to understand the medicinal value behind it, I dove in 100% like I do with every. So think what I'm saying is if you're going to be in something, be the authority, like go to find this. I had to seek out this master's in, in medical cannabis science and therapeutics course. There, there wasn't a course. Like I, I went around, I, I looked around the world. I wasn't just looking here. Like Israel is, is at the forefront of research in cannabis. I looked there for a master's course. Not, I couldn't find one. Then I found this one, it popped up and I'm telling you, I was probably either number one or number two to put in an application. And Mm. two years later, I'm one of 138 people in the world to have this master's degree. Authority, right? I know something about the subject matter. So I Mm. I think that's that's critical for people to understand is if they're going to be in something, (laughs) be in it, go all the way that you can go. Well, and I think it's it's one of the things I think we've often found, even though (laughs) sometimes misled with the the prisoners who are absolutely fabulous convicts <laughs> like who've done I've poured myself into like learning this skill of stealing something or yeah. whatever and we and yeah. we somewhat bring that up in our in our world right like like oh look at the art thief you know the movie right and you're like wow that's so it's, it's incredible and we're yeah. impressed with the they know it so well yeah. and and someone who's a who's an art counterfeiter because you know it so well and they can recreate that value yeah. you have to be absolutely uh, a level of expertise to to be um sometimes that authority but certainly to be excellent and to be extraordinary in it mm-hmm. and i think that's a great lesson for everybody let's talk about the advice what advice can you give on learning from our mistakes as well as our successes man you know we tend to look back at things. I know this is, I'm speaking for myself. Sometimes I get into this space of looking back at decisions that I've made and say, geez, you know, I really wish that I had done this differently. I really wish that, you know, maybe I'd worked in this relationship a little bit harder, or I wish that I didn't spend this money on this particular thing. Right. And sort of beat yourself up about it. Right. But if you put on a different set of goggles, you understand that if you have done if you had done anything differently in your life in the past, you wouldn't be where you are right now in the circumstances you're up, mm. that you're in, right? So I could have done things differently after I sold my last company. I could have made some different decisions or whatever. I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I'm in this amazing position with KetMD. I have this co-founded this amazing company with my partner Sherry Tutkis, the green nurse. I mean, I wouldn't be married to the woman that I'm married to right now. I would none of that would have happened had I done anything differently in the past. So don't beat yourself up about things that happened in the past. Yeah. Number one, the only place that the past is alive is in here. Like it mm. does not exist outside of you. So you can let that all go and just be right here right now, because that's where you have power and impact is right here right now. Yeah. I love that such a powerful story mm. of of how things are. I, I was faced with that once where a friend of ours was very ill and she mm. she needed a transplant, a heart transplant. Mm-hmm. And her son was a 
doctor uh, for a long time. Yep. Yeah. Accident as a, as a doctor and went back to study cardiology, studied with the, uh, one of the top cardiologists in the world. And, you know, now we're talking 15 years later. And one of that top cardiologists was the transplant specialist out of the university of Chicago. And so when her, when his mom needs this, he has all insider information on how to yeah. get on that list, how to do this, yeah. you know, what's required of you, all these things. Like, how would I get that knowledge had I not gone through this process, which of what he thought was, you know, the worst thing that could ever happen to him, mm-hmm. right? Like I can't practice what I've studied and, and so desire to do forever. We don't always understand why we're doing what we're doing, right? Why what's happening is happening. We don't know. We don't know what the plan is. The plans like every day, the plan is, is new and fresh. Here we are. For sure. On For this, sure. on this live stream. So let me um, uh, go real quickly. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to talk about um, one thing. Uh, I know that you think the listeners might find value. Um, I found so much value today in this episode, Mark. It's so good. Um, I enjoyed learning about, you know, you know, how your presence Mm -hmm. is so valuable, how, how you've challenged and leaned into your mental health, um, how you've really worked on you and on the value Mm -hmm. of that and self-love and that, that value and importance. Can't wait to read your book, especially summertime. It'll be a great summertime read. Let's talk a little bit about if one thing that you could share from your experience, the best way to win. I mean, is there something that you want to share with listeners that we did not touch on today yet mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. found valuable along this journey that probably you keep coming on back to those one of those foundational lessons like, you know, it, it'll never, it always has to include this. I would say this, people are more important than money. If you're in a situation where you have to choose between money and people, choose the people. It's going to serve you much better than the money. Yeah. It's so interesting, right? Because Mm. you watch Shark Tank and we always watch Mm. Mr. Wonderful, right? My kids actually like Shark Tank, which I I enjoy that, right? Like they're learning about that. Oh, this is a terrible product, dad. And and Mr. Wonderful, like he always chooses the money, right? And it's like, uh, you know, Mm. there's never a a risk on the people. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it's, it's, it's a great example. They, you have, of course, you have a couple of other people who bet on the, we, we always call it in investing, right? You bet, you bet yeah. on the jockey, not the horse. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So let's, um, okay. Before we go, uh, first of all, social media, where can they find you, Mark? Well, listen, like, you know, like I said, nurse Mark, uh, uh on Facebook, nurse Mark W on Instagram, and uh in nurse mark on twitter so i'm i'm on linkedin you can find me mark worcester that's uh that's a great platform if you want to connect there as well always uh always happy to have a conversation that is one thing i i do not turn down a conversation because i have learned that you never ever know where it's gonna lead right for sure i I learned that too as a young man and one of my mentors said always take the meeting like take the meeting, learn Always. like what they have an idea for you. They want to pitch you an idea. They want to talk to you. Take the meeting. It doesn't have to be forever, but like, listen to what they've got to say. And I always thought that was good. Conversations are always good. Um, you can follow us on, you know, obviously leadership at YouTube live. We have many more videos on the leadership at channel. 
Uh, you can find us at Instagram, Twitter, at Leadershipity, leadershipity.com. I am at Trent M. Clark at, across all the venues, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me there. LinkedIn is probably our biggest. Those are all my handles. Look for our upcoming ebook, The Pyramid of Leadershipity. We're excited about uh, rolling that out. That's coming soon. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening. Rate winners find a way five stars. Subscribe to our channel. Work hard to find delivering uh, value delivering stories from our one percenters, and they always deliver, just like Mark has again. Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot. In challenge, you got you got so much good data. You're well read. I mean, you do a daily you know devotional almost, right? Yeah. And what's the verse or quote that's kind of your go to that you just love? You'd recommend like something you live by and. And maybe can maybe can set your foundation right if you feel like you're a little off center. That you know, it could go to a couple of different places. I don't think I have like a a firm quote, but I have some some readings that I will uh, that I will you know go to. Okay, it really, it's it it comes down to two. I think you know, there's one by um, Werner Erhardt, and it's called "What So," and he wrote that back in the '70s. And it really is a great short read about setting your mind on this concept that what's happening right now is just what's happening right now. You apply the meaning to it. So that means you have a choice in deciding what it means. Mm -hmm. So I love that because it allows me to decide how to experience something that's happening and and having that choice is is powerful it creates a powerful way for me to be in the world what so i love that yeah i love that and that's written in the 70s yeah yeah i'm gonna go to that he's got got some he's he's got some great stuff but that's one that i really 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 love to use so for me uh you talked about it at the beginning but mark you know one of the things i admire so much about you is that energy i i do feel that positive i do (laughs) feel like you have a lot of mind thought control over how you see things, right? Like you're not yeah. going to let the, the negative come and bend it and how you, you can mm-hmm. perceive that and how you can react to it. I've always loved that. So I thought um, my quote for you today was Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I thought, man, that's that's my man, Mark Worcester, right there. Like he's the guy. That's that's a beauty. Yeah, I love that. Yes, man. Thanks. All right. Well, Mark, thank you for being with us today on the Winners Find a Way Show. Please tune in next time. We're back here next week. Super excited about our show. We're gonna talk a little bit more on mental health. And thanks for listening. Uh, We will see you then. Mark, thanks again so much. Everybody have a fabulous weekend. Thank you for joining us for another Winners Find a Way show. I am your host, Trent Clark. If you love this episode, share this episode with your friends and follow us on whatever podcasting medium you're listening to. If you want more content from us, join us at leadershipity.com or the Leadershipity YouTube channel. You can find us on all the social media networks at either Trent M. Clark or Leadershipity. For our award-winning workshop, Win With Great Teams, you can find that page on LinkedIn as well as our corporate page, Leadershipity. 
If you want to win more, it starts with you today. Say it with me now. I have what it takes.